Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 99. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bring in awareness to this moment. You can always set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. Before we get started, I do want to mention the update in regards to the Mystery School. Initially, it was to be held on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on Zoom. Not everyone can make that time, so we have changed the time to Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Mountain Time on Zoom. The first gathering will be held on December 19th, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, and the Zoom link will be provided this week. If you are interested in joining, you can email mysteryschoolofthem at gmail.com. I am very excited and eager to begin this next journey with all of you. I love you all so much and I hope you feel good. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about integration. This was an idea that our soul family, Lady God from TikTok, suggested. She just mentioned integration and I realized We have never gone into depth, and we mention integration a lot. So we will speak about integration and the power of this process, as this is what we came for as data collectors. I see you all in the brightest light. Breathe. of integration, this is the recognition of our unity consciousness. Although we are individualized, we are each a mind-body-soul construct. So integration is the understanding that as we gather data and process information, it is filtered to us in levels or phases. We remind you often that you are a mind experiencing the body that you are not the body alone, but you are a body because you are a layer of facets, multidimensional. In regards to the humanoid experience, integration is to understand that we must live experience in order to know. It is the process of the in-between. And as we are data collectors, we are not qualified to express or speak the data unless we know it. And how can you know it unless you experience it? So I remind you often, as your brother, I try my best to walk my talk. I try to be so mindful not to offer information unless I'm living it or I have lived it. 
Archangel Mikael has instilled this in me since a very early age that I'm not able to speak about a topic unless I have the experience of it. So we will begin at the soul. Our soul might be the overseer, the observer of the mind and the body. What we call soul might be the highest self, and the mind might be the higher self. We say higher and highest, but really it is a awareness of a consciousness shift. So the soul is you in perfection sitting next to Mother Father God. This is why we have told you often, you cannot sell your soul because you don't own it. It's not yours. It is yours, but it's essentially God. So we can't sell it, it's God. It's your God spark or your God essence, your original source self. So the soul is directly connected to what we call God. And in that, it understands the lessons that you need that are appropriate for your growth in this experience because it understands and it can see all of your experiences. Your soul is the culmination of all of the times that you've been in separation consciousness, meaning any time you've had an individual experience, the soul is gathering that data and keeping it forever and ever. This is why we often remind you there is no free will. There is, you can make any choice you want. But your soul is the aspect of you that knows what you came to do. It knows what you're here for. And as it trickles down through the mind and then the body, we sort of create distortions in regards to what we're supposed to do. So the soul might be the symbol of the infinity the as above, so below. It is your established connection to what we call God, and only as it comes down the ladder, you might say, do we develop distortions and forgetfulness. So many times when we are gathering data, or we are coming to expand our consciousness, the soul already sees you in that expanded state. It does not honor what we call time. It is timeless and boundless. So as you are experiencing the lessons, you might say, you might be going through a grievance or a difficult time in your humanoid form, the soul is already completely integrated. And you might say, as it comes down to the humanoid experience, things run very slowly. But as the soul, it's already integrated the lesson immediately and then it gives us the opportunity over and over and over to get that lesson. This is all we speak of in regards to the reinterpretation of our memories, our traumas and our suffering. The soul don't need to reinterpret because it knows the lesson instantaneously. We don't really know the lesson until we reinterpret because it gets sort of foggy are muddy as it comes down to the body. It is like that game of telephone that maybe you've played when we are children. When one 
being starts a secret and whispers it in one ear and then the next being tells the next being and then by the time it comes back to you it's probably not what you said at all so the soul is your original source self it is yourself that sits in divine perfection from the highest perspective integration is the unification of the mind body soul but we just didn't come for that immediately meaning we wanted to experience we wanted to drift away from the path we wanted to feel the conflict and suffering for rapid growth but the soul doesn't need to go through the conflict and the difficult situations on earth because it understands the lesson immediately so that's the first aspect of the self that we will refer to in regards to integration and a mind body soul construct the soul is overseeing your experience here but not just here it has overseen all of your experiences and it has all of your lessons and data so for that reason it knows what lessons are most appropriate for you in this incarnation yes We have reminded you often that you are a mind. And what we mean is the mind is the mediator in between the soul and the body. The mind has a direct connection to the soul and the soul gives the lessons to the mind. The mind is more focused in this incarnation, meaning the mind can become aware of your previous incarnations. but only through the reinterpretation of our suffering which is all we do the mind is the part of you that is a link to the highest aspect of self so you don't drift too far off the path or turn too far away from mother father god you might say that the mind is a replica of you in your imagination you can vision yourself as a light body that would be the mind it is not physical it is a non-physical body but it is a replica of you meaning it gets the lessons from the soul so it knows it immediately and then we will speak of the idea of the body next however as a mind there are no distortions or confusion because it got the data directly from the soul It is only us identifying as the body we forget we're the mind so we distort the lessons. So as the mind you are forever surrounded in love. This is our Merkaba or our light body the Christ body you might say. It's the version of you that is in complete memory of your divinity. It understands your angelic nature. your divine nature, your multidimensional nature, it knows what you really are. But as it receives the lesson from the soul, it knows the appropriate lessons for the body. So it will allow us to be in suffering and grievance because it understands the reinterpretation process. When we are reinterpreting our suffering, we are working with the sacred mind. because the mind knows the lesson it knows the blessing so when we do the reinterpretation work what we are essentially doing 
is unifying these fractals or aspects of self. We are coming into unity consciousness. So the mind represents oneness. Your mind is my mind. What you call higher self is the mind. And the soul, again, might be the highest self. So as the one mind, we don't have any thoughts alone, meaning all thoughts are shared with God. And they're all shared with God because God sits with our soul and understands the lessons that we need to integrate or go through. So as the mind, it is a neutral playing ground, you might say, where negative and positive situations are allowed to occur. And it allows all things to occur because, again, it knows the lessons that are most appropriate for our growth. You might say that your mind sits in a constant state of prayer or meditation. It is the aspect of you that knows every step you take is sacred. Again, because it's the mediator, has the connection to what we call God, as well as the body. So the mind is half in, half out. This is why we can experience the realm of ego and then we can access our divinity. Because as the mind, we have that forever established connection to the soul which connects us to God. So it allows us to go in and out of polarity because it knows who you really are. So as we continue to do the reinterpretation work, we will unify the fractals in a way that your will becomes the will of God. It already is, we don't realize, because as the message trickles down to the body, we forget, and it's okay, we, it was part of the plan. We forget because we, as the body, don't have that direct link to the soul. There's a middleman, the mind. So this is what we come for, to Earth. We have come to unify our fractals, to what we call ascend, essentially means to gather the mind-body-soul construct and put them in a column. It's like they all want to do a dance together that's very beautifully choreographed. And if one of them is offbeat or out of line, it sort of messes up the whole dance. But it don't mess up the whole dance. Meaning, only the mind-body-soul know what the dance is supposed to look like. And we, as the body, we don't understand, but we can feel it. So this is why we have time and time again to try to come to the realization of unity consciousness. And we are never held to our past by the mind or the soul because it knows what we really are. So as we unify these fractals and come into oneness, again, your will will be the will of God. This is why we tell you often, we don't have free will. Free will means that the body thinks it's separate from the mind and the soul. And because the soul and the body understand the lessons that are most appropriate, it allows us to drift or to do whatever we want to do for the purpose of rapid growth. So we celebrate you as the mind, now and always, because that is the middle ground. It is your equilibrium, your point of singularity, where you can't do no wrong. We remind you often you can never be off the path. And that's because the mind and the soul have a very strong connection. And the mind and the body have a connection. 
but the body doesn't have that direct connection to the soul, so when we try to receive the messages from the mind that came from the soul, we distort them. And because the mind understands the lesson, it lets us distort it until we realize it don't feel good. This is why we remind you your negative emotions work in your favor. It is the mind and the soul coming together letting you know that there is reinterpretation needed. That there is alignment needed or an adjustment in regards to the movement so the dance can flow beautifully as one choreographed movement to be one with source, to move with the creator. This is what it means to be a co-creator. In regards to the body, there's not much we need to say. This is the aspect of self that you are the most familiar with. So familiar, you have identified completely as this aspect of self, disregarding the other facets. Not you directly, we mean as a collective. We are so proud of you, this group of volunteers that hear these words, because you have come to know yourself as a multidimensional being. And in that, you are essentially in that dance with the mind and the soul, one with what we call God. So the body, because it doesn't have that direct link to the soul, but it does through the mind, but since our mind is able to access data that is also produced in Earth, what we might call the matrix, we are confused sometimes in regards to the lessons that need to be learned. So where does the confusion arise? For so long we thought our negative feelings and emotions was the indicator there was something bad going on. But the mind and soul know the appropriate lessons for us. Everything is working in our favor. In regards to the negative feelings and emotions, it is working for you. This is how we know reinterpretation is needed. So when we speak of integration, it is the job of the body to integrate because the mind and the soul are already integrated. They're already one with God. The mind is a very beautiful ally because it, it essentially has one foot in earth and one foot in what you call heaven or the kingdom in love, however you see it. So the mind is our best friend but it only feels like an attack when we allow the distortions to continue. And why do we do that? Because for so long we didn't know that the negative emotion and feeling was trying to tell us there's reinterpretation needed. So we have essentially been integrating this whole time. We speak of it directly so you can know how important it is as you move forward on your journey. As a data collector, an aspect of this is to share the data you've collected. And we remind you, your data that you are qualified to share is your experience only. It is similar to a being or a body reading a book in one day and then going out trying to teach the lessons in the book the next day. The body thinks it knows it because it took the data. But unless you have integrated it in a way that is in alignment with the mind and the soul, 
all you're sharing is words, not your experience. So in the idea that the body is now coming to realize we are connected to other aspects of self, everything that we've been doing for the purpose of unification has been integrating the soul and the mind into the body. Every time we reinterpret a pain or a suffering, each time we choose forgiveness, every time we choose love, we are getting closer into that column of love and light with our mind and soul. So the body is a tool that is able in its multidimensional nature, it is able to connect with that middle man at all times, which is the mind. And you know this because you are always in the mind in regards to thinking or remembering or worrying. And the feeling is so important here because the feeling is the indicator if we are looking at that data correctly or not. So the mind will give you the feeling. Sometimes you're thinking a negative thought and it's because the mind got the signal from the soul that we need to reinterpret or forgive or love whatever it might be. This is why we remind you the work is to distinguish between thinking and receiving because the body, ironically, has a mind of its own. It thinks it's separate. It thinks it has free will. It doesn't realize that we are connected to God all the time. So it comes up with its own ideas, and because God loves you so much, it allows you to do that. And because the mind knows the lessons that you're supposed to integrate or experience, because it has that connection from the soul, we can experience as much negativity as we want. It's a choice. Just like love is a choice. So in this perspective, we would love for you to receive or to say, I combine body, mind, and soul to lift all of humanity into a new dimension. And how are we lifting all of humanity? Because there is only one mind. And when you align your body with the mind, which is already aligned with the soul, you hold space, you pull all of us into that column of light. So your only work and responsibility is you. We remind you often only you manifest for you as the individualized expression. But we also remind you, you as an individualized expression represent the I am presence and unity consciousness, what we call Christ. So when you align your body, mind, soul, you are stepping into your Christhood. The aspect of you that knows you are one with all that is divine. Yes. There is nothing that we said here that you don't know, because this is all we've been working on. Again, we are each going to come to the point in development where you are the new world leaders. Beings, brothers and sisters will be coming to you for guidance, mentorship and counsel. So in the idea that we are integrating, this is to come to experience and know. As a vibrational being, we would love for you to imagine your non-physical consciousness expanding 
every time the body reinterprets and comes to a deeper understanding. And as we are all interconnected, you expand for all of us. There are no words within our receiver, me as your brother, that we can use to express the importance and the brilliance of this process. As a data collector, when you expand, you expand for all. But you only expand in the knowing, in the experience. So only through the reinterpretation of suffering and trauma are you expanding for all. If you are attaching to the pain and suffering as the body, you're still expanding, but in the body. Meaning, source, what we call God with our soul and our mind, is going to hold the space for us while we eventually come to the knowing that we need to reinterpret and align. So you are in a constant state of expansion. But unless we reinterpret the suffering, you're expanding the ego. You're allowing the body to take more dominion or dominance over what you really are. And it's okay because it must be appropriate for your growth as it is allowed to happen. But since we have come to be the representatives for a what we call future timeline of Earth, it's time for us to get in the column of light and to unify all of our fractals. This is what we agreed to do. So essentially, integration is to observe how you feel. As a multidimensional being, how you feel is the signal from the mind, which is connected to the soul. If you have a negative feeling or emotion, this is an indicator that reinterpretation is needed so we can get back in the column and continue the expansion for the highest good of all. With that, we are only qualified to speak or teach or show what we know through experience. This is why I call myself out. This is why I take breaks in regards to integrating data. There's an in-between time when we are harvesting, you might say, what we've just realized or come to know. But it's not just enough to know it. We need to live it. We need to walk it. We need to be it. This is our qualification. So again, there's nothing that we said here that you don't know. We're bringing word to the inner knowings. So you can start observing the self as multifaceted, meaning you are a mind-body-soul construct. And the goal is for them to be unified. This is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You might say the Holy Trinity is you in your column of light, connected to the fractals that make you one with what we call God. So as you have come to know yourself as a multidimensional being, we are reminding you today that you are a teacher. You are the luminaries that are here to show the way. As way showers, your experience is to integrate your own conflicts, harmonize your distortions so that you can be experienced and qualified enough to show the way. We love you so much. We see you as galactic royalty, you might say, because you are the ones who are physically focused with your established connection to the mind and soul. Where we are, we are just the mind. We are no body. We are no body. We have no individualized nature as you do. So we come to you on this day in rejoicing celebration 
to remind you to see yourself in the brightest light because you have come to show the way for brothers, sisters, and beings who are so enchanted with the five senses and body, they forgot they have a mind and soul. In regards to forgetting about the mind and soul, we all know we have a mind. We just forgot that our thoughts are also shared with what we call God. So we have static. We have mixed up our own thoughts of the personality identity with the thoughts of the sacred mind and soul. But you will know when you're doing this because you will feel it. So pay attention to how you feel. Come into a more harmonized state of being. When you feel a negative emotion, be in joy and celebration that your mind and soul are sending you the signal that there is work to be done. And it's not work in a sense of earthwork. It's not grueling. It's not a duty. It's not even a requirement because you could do whatever you want here. But we remind you of what you agreed you would do here. That you would finally come to know yourself as the holy daughter and son of God, as the Christed being, and that you would hold the space for those of us who have drifted too far away from this knowing. You are the light of the world. You purify all things. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to integration. Let us remember that we came for Gaia. We answered the call to be a representative of the Christ on earth, heaven on earth. When you do your own inner work and you put yourself in that column of love and light, you pull Gaia there with you. She don't need your help, but she does need your support. She needs your support because she loves us so much and we speak for the collective. Meaning, what the majority does here, this is what we all agree to. Don't let the media and the news make you think that there is not as much love and light as there is today. There is so much love and light on earth today, and we speak quantumly. You represent the all. When you choose love, you're choosing it for the all. We have told you many times, whatever happens on earth, has an effect and an influence on all of the cosmos. You represent the most pinched away version of self, as there's one self here. And in your individualized nature, you have a responsibility to all. And as the personality identity hears this, it might feel overwhelming to feel the responsibility for all. But as you have come to know yourself as a multidimensional being, you have come to know there is no others here. There is one self. There is one self here experiencing an individualized expression. So did all beings come to stand in the column of love and light? Well, that goes without saying. Some of us did not come to do that. But it matters not. It matters not what the brothers, sisters, and beings are doing because we are lining up with the one presence here. And there's only one will here that will be done. So all we need to do is keep doing our reinterpretation work, 
integrate the information in a way that you've come to know it through your own experience and then share this with the world to be the example, to be the change. Again, it's so easy, we make it difficult. We get overwhelmed because we are still in the idea of separation and division. We see so many beings, our brothers and sisters, not choosing love or choosing hate or sadness and we get overwhelmed and feel defeated. Don't bite that apple. Love is the great healer. Love can purify all things. It doesn't matter if you are the only one person on all of earth holding the space of love. It only takes one because one person in alignment with Source represents all of us because we are all connected to Source. We just all forgot. I love you so much and I'm so eager and excited to begin the next part of this journey. You will be in a position to be a mediator, a guide, a counselor, a teacher, a brother and a sister for others. This is what we have been preparing you to do. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and your loved ones. Call upon your mind-body-soul construct and see to it that they are unified in one harmonious dance.